Today on the Terrible Warriors, we return to the brave men and women of Stargate SG-12 to investigate the existence of an advanced shield surrounding a Roman city. Arriving at the city gates, bells have been rung, alerts have been sent out, and now a delegation approaches. Prepare your negotiation rolls. Will the crew of SG-12 be able to talk their way out? Or is it time to light it up? At least half the members of this team are trigger happy. But of course, this is a Derek the Bard campaign. So not everything is immediately as it seems. And there are machinations at work in the background. Is machination a word? Eh, yeah, whatever. Stargate SG-12, the Shield of Mars. And our brave men and women of Stargate Command, they are your terrible warriors. Greetings, terrible listeners. This is Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse here, and I'm your GM for this, the second game of Stargate SG-12, the Shield of Mars. We, we are sending this episode out to two people. Uh, first of all, to Connell. Uh, Wait, everybody. Because he's in the hospital right now, and we wish him a speedy recovery. Yes. And uh, to Aaron, who asked me that I run this out of revenge. <laughs> yes! You make someone sit through watching Gods of Egypt with you. You kind of owe them. I hope you're happy. Why did you watch that? Because there's eye candy in it. Because it was $9 at HMV, and I <laughs> wanted to torture her with it. Wait, you bought it? It was $9. Oh, oh Derek. That could have been a cheeseburger, Derek, or a Yeah, pizza. or like two. Well, you I'm quitting this game. You could have bought a combo <laughs> pack He's with two left. of the Stargate movies on it for that. Yeah. Shame. It is a Stargate movie. Last time on Stargate them. Shield of Mars. <laughs> Last time on Stargate SG-12. Uh, so the gates of the city are opening. And out walks um, a group of men. Uh, they are surrounded by legionnaires. And they are all wearing togas. And sandals. Toga. 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 <laughs> Awesome, and, it's the guy from the salad dressing. Wicked, and, now what? Uh, there are two men walking in front of them, also wearing togas, but rather than holding um, weapons or anything, or holding nothing, uh, they're holding bundles of sticks. And in the middle of the bundles of sticks, um, well, it looks like part of a Jaffa's staff. Hmm. Oh. Weird. Like a staff weapon? Yep. Yep. But like a part and, of it, like a damage part? Uh, looks like possibly, yeah. Okay. Though, uh, Bree, if you want to give me yeah, a I was, roll. I was going to say alien technology specialist check. Give me yeah, a roll. Uh, what the hell is that? Four. Okay. Those are... If you didn't know better, you'd swear that that's actually... Like, somebody carved what looks like a staff weapon out of wood and then painted it? <laughs> yeah, guys, it's, it's it's not an actual weapon. It looks like it's it's made out of wood, like an, like an art project. It's but a it's replica. not. It's a replica. <laughs> and somebody's cosplaying. I love it. Yeah. And uh, they stop, and one of the senators, uh, he has more purple on his toga than the rest of them, walks mm -hmm. forward. Ah! 
you, you have traveled through the gate of light. Uh, yeah, Sorry, yes. the door of light. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to, um, Jessica, where she was leading, just kind of puts, Justin, what's your character's name again? Sorry. Uh, Captain, Captain Murphy. 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 You can she kind of pushes Captain Murphy in front of her and stands behind him so that he's in charge. <laughs> uh, well, you, you talked to him. Here we go. All right. Uh, I, uh, we, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, out of character, I'm going like, wait a second. I didn't know I was going to be the face of the company. I thought I was just the auditor. All right. And now I'm all of a sudden <laughs> speaking for the group. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Captain sure. Murphy, uh, he represented the United States, the government of America. So he comes to the gate and they go, ah, you come to the gate of light. And he goes, uh, he, uh, introduces the group travelers from far away here to trade information and resources. Ah, welcome to Nova Bith uh, how did they write that? Important note, people, when using old words, figure out how they're pronounced first. <laughs> nice. Maybe read them out loud to yourself once or twice. Yes, fudge it. Oh, no, it's Nova Bithynia. Um, Nova Bithynia? Welcome to Nova Bithynia. Uh, we, we have not had travelers through the door of light in long, long before I was born. Come, come, please. Uh, I am rolls randomly on name chart. Yeah, Josh Hastings. Please roll it too. <laughs> I am Senator Baumgartner. Senator. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. So this goes out to you, Matt. Family name. <laughs> Matt, you, you, you're a senator now. Congratulations, Matt. Uh, so, uh, Senator Baumgartner. I have been elected consul in this year, and uh, please, please, we, we must, we must feast you. This is a momentous occasion. I'm sure we have many um, questions for each other. Yes, and they take you walking through the city. As we're walking, and I'm sure he's showing the sights and telling everyone, I do want to ask about the wooden staff replica, if he knows what it is. Yes, the, these are the, uh, the the fasces. They are the symbol of state. The wood which Whoa. binds us together. And the great weapons of old that conquered the uh, what was once a feral world. Interesting. That's something to keep in mind. Yeah. I presume Lieutenant Stevens has joined us at this point. I, I was thinking I'm still there, but with my yeah, only radio on. Yeah, down. I, I'm going to radio back to Stevens and go, Stevens, you can probably come up now. Just uh, stay frosty with all of us. Okay, so I, I come down the path. Yeah, and you join up with them, no problem. Yeah. All right, great. Let's go have uh, yep, a great pointing out the sites the and uh, they're uh, pointing out shrines to the gods, yep. and there's our marketplace over there. And there's that's the campus where our legionnaires train. And are we now in? Yes, you're now in the city. We're now in the shield as well. Uh, you don't see the shield. We never, we haven't seen the shield since we arrived. But from where it no. was on the map, we would be under it. Yes. Okay. Jessica's taking notes and pictures and everything. We had of everything. We had thought that something came through the uh, gate, through the door of light some days ago when the great shield appeared over the city, but we have heard and seen nothing since. Well, I tell them the truth, uh, and I'll roll a, a four on my rapport as well. I'm trying to build up 
uh, a nice level of trust with this character. Uh, he seems like okay. an influencer. Um, yeah, a device we sent, a machine of ours we used to scout ahead to make sure that places we visit that we've never been to before are safe to arrive. I'm sure you can understand our caution. Yes, this... Do you have more of these reconnaissance machines? They would be of great use to us, especially with the barbarians. Oh, I'm sure we could come to an amicable discussion on that. Yeah. Tell us more about Tell this us... shield of yours. The, the shield? Yes, it is the shield of Mars. Once when, uh, when Great Mars brought us here from Alba Longa, he provided us with his shield that it may protect the city from attack. Uh, Jessica uh, pipes up from behind, like raising a, uh, the pen that she has in her hand. Sorry, excuse me, Alba Longa? Uh, you'd actually recognize that, Tiff. That is the, uh, uh, held in at least historical mythology to be the original name of Rome. Okay. Okay. Um, let me resend that and you know, I'll resend that altogether. I'll just say that she, she went, holy crap, really? And wrote the, something down really furiously in her notebook. Proceed. <laughs> I'm going to look around and say, well, these folks seem to be genteel enough. Now, the tech level here appears to be fairly low outside of the level of construction. Yeah, so there's nothing uh, going on. You don't see any machines. Yeah, there's no, okay. nothing going on that JJ could be starting to look at. She's just kind of following along. Yeah, in like typical theatrical quiet fashion where I'm talking that no one else can hear except the captain, it's clear that, you know, keep your guard up, captain. They still have technology far beyond our own. We don't know where it came from or how. Yeah, but they seem friendly enough, don't they? Just saying. Are we, are we allowed to explore? Let's see, uh, well, Captain, you seem to have more of a rapport with them than I do, so uh, see if we can poke around a little bit. It's a good idea. I'll make relations with the local government. You <laughs> see I'm going to put on my uh, cowboy hat and be like, you know, just... Everyone, just take a load off a oh little God, bit. Oh, God, did you have a cowboy hat around, like, slung over your back the whole time? Oh, yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, Justin, are you taking anyone with you when you uh, split the party? Uh, you know, I'm going to bring our tech specialist in case we get an idea of what the shield's going to look like. Okay. Okay. Um, so, well, Also, you don't seem like uh, you're that well, calm in a crowd, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, console bomb Gartner is leading you up towards their um, their forum. I will look at the rest of SG-12 as they break off and start exploring. So where Captain the liquor Rollins, at? Where, do, where <laughs> the liquor at? Oh, dear. Where the liquor at? <laughs> yeah, we have at? to enjoy these people, so let's show them we're friendly, too. Oh, man. Where the they liquor and the women? You damn right. The way you said "enjoy these people" is a little concerning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I got dragon uh, all over again. Shut up. Hey, I married someone in that game. Um, I got a blank, a minus, and two pluses, so I got a good result. Okay, so it's a plus two. Yeah. Um, you 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 smell cooking food coming from that way. I want to go get whatever that is. Wh where the shawarma at? That's where I'm going. Where the shawarma at? Okay, is this is this the current goal of SG12 to find the local watering hole? 
Yeah, I think it's I a good mean... idea to observe <laughs> cultural practices. I'm going to cut over to Justin and Bree now. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile. Meanwhile, yeah, he's telling you all about the recent like construction of the city. There's and... <laughs> <laughs> little uh, Someone's playing, a was it a lira? Yeah, a, li- a liar. A liar, that's it. A liar. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, relax. <laughs> Here all week. Fuck me. That was not a turn of events I expected, but I should have. Uh, Yeah, and he's telling you all about the recent construction projects that um, they've been raising some additional buildings near the quarry. Um, Mm -hmm. They're hoping soon to be able to push further into their mining operations, which have been stalled for some time after the mines ran dry. But um, some of their... Um, some of their philosophers have been theorizing ways to uh, sift valuable ore out of what remains down there. So they're looking at maybe uh, diverting part of the river into it. And JJ's starting to look more comfortable, and every now and then she jumps in with, you know, he's talking about mining, and she's asking them what they use, what kind of technology they uh, use to Bri, mine. Bree, give me a crafts check. Craft check? Ooh, okay. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, and I'm now. making notes about, you know, taking a report back because obviously we've got resources on Earth that could be traded for things uh, that would cost very little from and, our side of things. Craft, and he starts talking about how... Um, Sorry, say again? They, crafts is a three. Three. You got a three total? Uh, yep. Like in terms of pluses or after mm, your... Uh, pl- when everything is done, a total is a three. With, With the, your plus four? Yeah, I got a negative yeah, one. Got a ne- she, got, <laughs> she rolled two negatives and a blank. Oh, and a, yeah, and one okay. positive. that blows. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, then. Mediocre. Um, <laughs> yeah, it... You're not sure what he's talking about mining. He uses a word that you're not familiar with. Uh, um, oh. And he says that this is... Um, we, we need it with the uh, increasing attacks by the barbarians. Uh, I know. I have put two and two together enough to know, like, in the same way that when we met the uh, other uh, Egyptian uh, descendants uh, and the other planets and and the, the word of the Tauri and, and, and our home being their home, uh, the same way they refer to this mythological name for Rome is Earth. Uh, but have they, have put, they haven't put together that that's where we're from. We're just travelers. Nope. Yeah. You're just travelers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be the one to break the news to him. Um, barbarians. Yes, um, the the ore from the mine, what we have been able to use is the core of alchemist fire, which the barbarians greatly fear. They are, they are a primitive people. They wear skins. They say they eat the dead. Terrible, terrible creatures. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> what are they? What do you call these creatures? Barbarians. Just the barbarians. Oh. They come and they raid. They steal our animals. They steal our tools, our materials. They steal our food. And does this shield they, protect you against them as well? Yes, they have not been able to enter the city. Are these attacks getting worse? In recent years, they have, yes. Which is why we look towards reopening the mines. We had thought we had lost the secret of the alchemist fire, but 
one of our philosophers rolling for name. Please be a two. Caesar <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> Four. Stephen Prince. Yeah, there we go, Prince. Uh, um, a man they know only as the Princeps discovered how to utilize the dust of the ore to recreate the alchemist's fire. And we have turned back several barbarian attacks against our outlying settlement since then. Okay, well, this is all, this is all very fascinating. Um, uh, Bree, with mm -hmm. your crafts check, mm -hmm. I mean, you've heard of alchemist fire before. Okay. And, you know... Um, Ah, uh, crap! The the green fire from Game of Thrones. Yeah, wildfire. The, uh, yeah, wildfire. It's the basically the same thing. It's, oh, uh, okay. Uh, Alchemist fire is almost like uh, ancient Grecian napalm. Oh, <laughs> I was supposed to stick things. The problem is the way he's describing it doesn't sound like that at all. Oh. Okay. You know, ancient we might have a way of helping to. We've seen similar uses of what you refer to as the Shield of Mars uh, in other places we've traveled to, we might have a way of helping to boost the range of that shield, perhaps even bring your minds into its protection. Truly? Perhaps. We'd have to you, have you a specialist understand look at the, it. You, you have seen these, I, these weapons of the gods before? We've been up against them many times. I would have to take a look at I, it, but... Against them, you... As in you have fought the gods before? We come from a strong nation. He, he looks really confused by that. I want to brag to him about the power of the American might. <laughs> you want to make a receive roll. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> we got the best guns, the biggest bomb. And I rolled a six. Oh! I'm going to see if he could call bullshit on that, but there's a good chance that the answer is no. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of a... Not with that rolling It's sort of... It's not nope. bullshit. It's pseudo shit. Like, <laughs> I know we've gone against them a few times. Your pseudo shit smells like roses with his three minuses and one plus. <laughs> wow, <laughs> what a derp. I've got a fancy metallic thunder stick here in my hands, and uh, we come through <laughs> the portal of light. I don't say that. That's not in character. I'm just shit-talking to you as a player. <laughs> yeah, of course he takes my bullshit and smells like roses. I'm a fucking... I'm the general knight in shining armor. Yeah. America. Basically, I tell him, we come from a great nation. Strong nation. Yeah. Nation that could help you. We look after our friends. Nation. Yes, yes, of, of course. It's a huge um, nation. Let me take you to the <laughs> Temple of Mars, and I will, I will show you the shield. It is our... Most sacred artifact. And so he takes you on this long, winding path up the side of the hill. Well, what's happening with the other team while this back, is going on? Yeah. yeah. I, I was cut back over to SG-12. You have found what could best be described as the local watering hole. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the bar. It is dingy. <laughs> they are serving some kind of porridge because it's morning. And they're serving wine with fucking everything. It's going to be a great day. I love SG-12. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Hangover is going to be awful. I'm having breakfast, first and foremost. Um, and I'm, I want to talk to the locals. Go, hey, tell me what's life like here? What do you, how do you like living in... locals are wary. Roll rapport to overcome okay. their wariness. Or are you looking to create an advantage? 
I want to be a big, huge, friendly guy. So is that an advantage well, that I can... an advantage. Okay. I got three blanks and a plus. And a two? Yeah. I'm going to give it to you. Um, okay. You start giving out some of your MREs. Mmm, uh, mac and cheese. Well, it's food they've never tasted before. That's true. Um, and they don't know who the hell you are or where you come from, stranger, but you're handing out food they've never tasted before, and it's amazing. For one I thing, have Reese's Seasons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's seasoned with spices they've never encountered. I'll you be like, pull out a juice. You pull out a friggin' like juice packet. <laughs> I got a Capri Sun here, guys. We are gonna party. <laughs> yeah, um, and I will create. I will allow you to create an advantage. We will call it um, Jolly Fat Man. You're not fat, but um, <laughs> a jolly atmosphere. But gather around, my friends. Enjoy my Capri Sun. Have some Reese's PCs and tell me about your lives. Come on. PCs. All right. Well, um, they I'm going to ET this most shit. Them are, uh, most of them are working men. Um, they're all men. And they're they're not sure what the hell to think of Tiff. Yeah, I was going to say. No women? Uh, Dr. Uh, Crenshaw. Not in this. Uh, not in the bar. Uh, okay. This appears to be like a, a laborer's um, pub almost. Mm-hmm. Or a certain degree of the word pub. And they're all um, talking about, oh yeah, we're um, we're off to the quarry. Uh, some some philosopher who keeps calling himself the Preencaps says that he knows how to get the ore, uh, the dust of the ore, out of the mines so that we can make alchemist fire. Yeah, then we're gonna take it to the barbarians. Barbarians, tell me about these barbarians. They sound oh, like bad hombres. I don't know that word. They sound like I, bad guys. Yes, they are. They raid our villages. They say they eat the dead and they dress in skins. They're reavers. That's just fucked up. I yes. presume they don't know that word. <laughs> they oh. they live in the wilderness like beasts. And they attack our farms and our settlements. Any attacks recently? They've been growing more and more bold. Perhaps they have a new leader of some sort. Well, we are always one, one of the guys us. looks up from his like two spoonfuls of mac and cheese. He just has this joyous look. But you've come, friends, uh, through, through the door of light. You're going to help us fight the barbarians. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna. Surely you're a sign from Mars. Yeah, we're gonna kick their ass, right, guys? Right? <laughs> Jessica's just like looking at something on the wall and just gives him a thumbs up from where she's looking. The walls are covered in graffiti. Awesome. Um, it, it, think of how people post on an internet message board and think of like, God, think of like Reddit. Oh my God. And people are literally just carrying out essentially forum conversations in the walls. There's a lot of dicks. Oh, that's awesome. Are we in 4chan the bar? Rome was 4chan the bar. I love awesome. it. <laughs> I love it. So, Lieutenant Stevens, what do you make of all this? Give me your mac and cheese. They're getting hungry again. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm, I'm sitting in, in the darkest corner with my water, not drinking or eating any of their food. 
and and just staring at everybody around and looking at the graffiti. And I'm just trying to see if there's any pictorial uh, depictions of the barbarians. Give me a notice check. Alrighty. <laughs> Three minuses and a plus. Ouch. But uh, one. Uh, are you looking to activate your power of deduction uh, stunt? Yeah, I'm thinking so. Okay, give me an investigate roll. All right. Come on, Sherlock. One plus, two blanks, and a minus. Uh, but I have a plus four on that. So four. Four? Yep. Okay. Yep. You're able to um, uh, just one, one quick sec while I just go into my notes for this one. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment. So my plan is we make friends with these people. We take it back to the auditor, say, hey, we make friends really good. We'll see what this Alchemist fire is. Maybe we can use the technology. Hey, maybe we can scoop this shield tech. We'll call it a day. It'll be great. Drinks are on me tonight. It'll be awesome. So, uh, so. Lieutenant Stevens, while they're talking, you're just, you stand up and you sort of look start looking over the graffiti on the walls. And you see a bunch of pictures that look like uh, badly drawn, like stick figure legionnaires uh, kicking the asses of... They, they are stick figures with wild hair um, and, like, axes or maces or something. Okay, but definitely they're not depicted as a monster. They're depicted no. as humanoid or they're human? They're depicted as... Uh, they, you guess they're probably human. Okay. And in the, the pictorial, is it, did it show at all? Was it any descriptive as to where the battle that they did took place? Like, is no, any, um, it's just nondescript in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah, you're, you're seeing like, you know, um, Bithynia Victa kind of thing, you know, but Bithynia will be victorious. OK, and there's no uh, depiction of any vehicles or anything. It's all people. No, just it's individuals. all individuals. Yeah. Okay, you're not even it, seeing, yeah, um, you see pi a picture of what might be a cow. OK. So it, it doesn't look like it's in the city where where that no, was taking place. No, it definitely doesn't look like it's in the city. You're not even sure if this is describing something real. It could just be someone like, we're going to kick their asses. And it's just one one pictorial. There's not, and everything else is sort of just the random stuff you find yeah, on Reddit. Yeah, it's, it's like the occasional theme of, uh, if they draw the barbarians at all, it tends to be of them winning. And, and no no pictures of, of Mars or, or the gods? Um, no. Okay. So what's your assessment, Stevens? I, in looking at it, you would think there would be more depictions of these so-called barbarians. It seems that it's just, they've been told that they exist and that we have to defeat them and that they eat people and, and such. But there doesn't seem to be any concrete proof so far from what we've seen that they even exist or what they are, or who they are. So you think the barbarians are bullshit? It's a possibility. Huh. Nobody's been able to give us a straight answer so far, and I see one depiction of them, and it's just a fairly generic us versus them. No, no real context to it. 
maybe that's how they're keeping the locals in line. That's what the powers that be tell them. You know, keep the locals afraid, I guess. Afraid of the boogeyman. But why? Life here doesn't seem complicated. They're mining for whatever reason, but... I don't think we should count anything out yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to look around. and just Life seems pretty pretty boring around here, to be honest with you guys. Which makes me wonder, is this something that's drummed up to divert from something else? Is it something to get their attention away? No, you're the company spook, so you tell me, man. I'm wondering if it would be okay for me to maybe slip out and look around. You know what? I'm going to say, okay, I'll hang with Dr. Crenshaw here because I uh, don't exactly see a lot of other ladies around here, and that's a little concerning in in and of itself. You've seen ladies in the streets, but, but not, not many. Uh, no, oh. you, you've seen them. Like, they're doing okay. They're, they're doing laundry and stuff. It's it's just the society, how it functions, It's right? it's Yeah, it's... Okay. Um, you're not looking at, like, a super, um, like, sexually, like, gender... Um, uh, segregated society like the Shabadai mm-hmm. uh, from the early ep- uh, from one of the early episodes, but it's obvious that this is definitely um, they're they're kind of keeping with that Roman like men's role, women's role kind of thing. Yeah, men okay. are okay. property so before, are citizens. Be- before I walk out, <laughs> that's uh, it. I walk up to the doctor and just say, "Keep your eyes about you." Okay, I'm they're, gonna... they're not used to seeing. It's obvious they're not used to having women around. All right, I'm going to radio up to Murphy. Go, hey, Murphy, what's your uh, sit rep? Cutting over to Murphy. Meanwhile. uh... Meanwhile, with uh, Murphy and Jackson. Yeah. You reach the temple, and it is a grand temple. Like, this is, it's kept immaculately clean. Mm. Um, Everything has been, all the uh, flora have been cleared out from around it. Any plants that there are, are Big, like, fragrant flowers and vines uh, with flowers on them. More decorative than anything else. Yeah. Uh, The temple is open air. There are no walls on it, just pillars. And in the center, there is a gigantic statue of a guy you're assuming to be Mars. And held in the statue's hands is a shield. And the shield looks like a circle with a half moon cut out of either side of it. So if you've seen, um, God, I can't believe I'm about to reference this movie, Troy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know Brad Pitt's shield in Troy that he's yeah. taking his spear out the side of? It looks like that. Uh, it has. It's like if, if two crescent, it's like two crescent shapes crossing over the outside of the sphere. And it's creating this almost like a weird hourglass shape for the shield. Yeah. Like a reverse hourglass shape kind of almost something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's made of, well, you're not sure what it's made of. It's some kind of metal. It's been polished. And there are stones set, there are amber-looking stones set into it. Five of them. Okay. In an hourglass shape. So there's one in the middle, two up top, two on the bottom. And there are gifts and offerings piled in front of the statue. What do your eyes see, Corporal? Um, so I'm going to roll an alien technology check. Sure, give me a lore check. Oof. It's uh, It would be a three. Oh. Well, you're pretty sure that shield does something. 
Um, I'm gonna need to have a so closer. That, it and is much the shield. Longer. It's not something else. I think so. Um, it it's likely that the shield might be the focus, and then it might be something either inside the statue. You're not sure. There's definitely something more going on here. I'm going to need to have a much closer, much longer look at a lot of this, and I'm not sure they're going to like me poking through it. But if you had to guess, Bree, mm -hmm. you'd say that shield might be made of Naquita. Naquita. Okay, All that's right. uh, so for I... the people at home and for me to remind myself. That's the Stargate material. That's the material the Stargate and most Gua'uld and ancient technology is made out of. Yeah. Okay. So I, I pass that over to my superior officer here um, quietly, and I tell him, like, I can probably figure out how everything works here, but I'm going to need some time with it. I'm sure we can arrange that. They seem friendly. Don't unplug anything. that You, <laughs> you don't know um, how it works. Con Consul Baumgartner, um, you know, bows to the statue. He genuflects to it. Um you know, oh, uh, oh, wise Mars, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, I explained to Baumgartner, because he's becoming my fast friend, uh, <laughs> that the Corporal, Corporal Jackson here, uh, has worked with this material before. We know its name. We know how it works. We won't touch anything, but she needs to have a look, see how this works. This... Do you understand I, it's magic? And I, and I smile to him as, it's a machine, like any other. But to you, it's a very advanced machine. You want to make a dece uh, deceiver report check here? Uh, You're trying to, um, well, what are you trying to do? Are I'm you trying, trying to, to win just him get over him to, to just, I, I just want, <laughs> I want him to be able to feel comfortable enough that Corporal Jackson will be able to just do her investigation on this shield without people going like, don't touch our holy magic relic. Okay, so you're trying I, to create I, an advantage or just overcome his... I've used the his, advantage uh, of the might of the American military already on him. Like, he, he's convinced my that you know, we, we're this advanced race that has machinery and technology beyond what they can comprehend. And we can do, we can upgrade this shield, make it stronger, make it better, make it, you know, uh, protect their minds even. Okay, um, give me a roll. But that means we have to investigate on how this works. It's been here for a very long time. Uh, hey, so um, a question uh, while this is is running have we left like when you guys went out did you turn your uh your walkie-talkies on so that you could broadcast to us what's happening uh now it, it, timeline when he went uh captain murphy report in did we go back a few minutes so we could catch up to what happened and i'm about to get that call on the on the radio uh yeah that's kind of as um as Baumgartner is busy genuflecting and paying his respects to mars okay so i'm about to get the call on the ra on the radio uh this rapport roll that i rolled uh i rolled four pluses Whoa, oh wow shit balls. I, I took a picture are you of gonna it. invoke one of your badass. aspects too <laughs> um you really don't need to at this point. I, I really don't need to. Uh, <laughs> you got a seven. Uh, I mean, I was going to use, uh, yeah, I've got the two I could use. Uh, definitely the nose for talents, one of them. Um, I'll have a, so that's a seven. That's a seven. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, whatever the hell uh, you're, you, you seem like a, an unbelievably trustworthy individual. You're a swell guy, Justin. Yeah. And of, of don't course. Don't thank me. Uh, if Thank you can find government. a way to enhance the, the magics of Mars, um, then truly you would be a friend to the Nova Bithynian people. Amazing. And I say something along the lines of, and the Nova Bithynians would be 
wonderful friends to us. And together we'll be stronger. Oh, strength in numbers. And, and now you've got the you get the radio. Report in Murph. I let him know. Um, we've got eyes on their shield. It's Naquita. No surprise, of course. Uh, I've got Corporal Jackson looking on it. We're gonna figure out how this thing works. This and, could be right. a, this could be a game changer if it really is all it is. So if this is tech we can bring home. You're happy? Taxpayers are happy. <laughs> so, uh, the taxpayers are always happy when we're protecting the American people. Good stuff. Uh, our sit rep down here, we're mixing with the locals. Just kind of getting an idea. I've sent Lieutenant Stevens on a little bit of a recon. Something, something seems up, but I really wouldn't worry about it too much. I just want you to be abreast of the situation. We've heard of news up here about barbarians. We could really use some more goodwill around here if we're going to start playing around with their holy items. Do what you yeah, can to help quell this barbarian problem. Yeah, that's something I want to talk to you a little bit more in person. So why don't we meet up as soon as you're done at uh, the temple, and I'll bring you up to speed. Okay. Right. Um, Bree, give me a crafts check. Crafts and I want to know, Bree, specifically, what are you doing with it? Are you just, like, applying some uh, some scans? Yeah, first, um, first I want to... Or are you actually trying to, me uh, like, mess with it? No, first I'm going to scan it and try and figure out if I can see exactly how it works. Okay, well, give me uh, give me another lore check. Um, you need to start so, rolling better, Corporal. Yeah, I need to start rolling better. <laughs> um, so follow your captain's lead. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I got a two on that one. God damn it! She just rolled You're three not, negatives, and no, all you'd us. have to get up on like a scaffold or a ladder and actually like get your hands on it. To I want to leave the corporal there. I'm gonna go down and check in with the team and just like you. Check after this over the night. Here's some caffeine pills, and away we go. They're going to give you unfettered okay. access. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that. It's going to okay. be me. Um, like, could I throw in check. Could I throw in a create advantage for her, yeah. given oh, wait, the Bree, success you could of just, my role? Uh, you could invoke a, one of your aspects. Um, oh, mechanical savant works. Yeah. 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 So uh, you invoke that aspect. You spend a, one of your three fate points. Yep. And you can re-roll your dice roll. <laughs> I'm only going to re-roll on it. Oh, dear. Come on! Uh, come on, dice. So what am I... Am I doing a craft check? Or No, no, just for your lore? lore check. I just realized that you lore? could... Uh... Um, but I get my alien technology bonus for this, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's still a three. She just rolled the same thing again. I literally just rolled the same thing. What the hell? Another three negatives I... and a positive. Okay, you definitely the dice hate you. You're going to need to spend some more time with this. Oh my god, wait until you listen to the Veilmount game. Which you, people <laughs> have already listened to the first episode and heard how terribly Will and Wes are rolling. I can, Spoiler I can alert, see, it keeps happening. I can see Jane's getting frustrated, and I just put a reassuring hand on her shoulder. Take your time, Corporal. We're not under attack. We're not in any stress. You have the night. I'm going to go check in on the team and see what else we can do to help these people. Yes, sir. I'll apparently be here. Okay, so you go back down to meet with um, with Rollins and his team. Now, Lieutenant Stevens, you are just, what are you trying to do? You're just skulking about? No, I'm, I've decided to go check out whatever they have as their prison or 
You know, you're not really sure how to find that. No, I'm following the, I'm, what I'm trying to find is I figured it would be near their barracks, wherever Mm -hmm. the, that's a logical assumption. You don't find a jail, but you do find the campus where they train their soldiers. Okay. And they're doing drills with, uh, with spears. And the, there's a sergeant who he's shouting at them. You know, that's not how you hold it. How do you expect that um, if Great Mars should return, how would, uh, how would he feel looking at you sorry lot? Um, you know, how you're not fit to handle the true weapons of Mars. Hold that spear up. You know, uh, butt straight, level, level. And what there's I'm, probably about 50 to 100 of these people training. 50 to 100. So they're, they're all pretty busy, right? Yeah. You can't defeat, you won't defeat the barbarians with discipline like that. I'm wondering, can I slip behind them and into their building? Give me a, did I give you, oh, you don't have stealth. Give me a burglary check. Burglary check. Okay. Ha! Three pluses, one minus, and I had a plus one. Plus three? Okay, Uh, yeah. You can sneak into a nearby building. Okay, so I sneak in, and what I'm looking for is any evidence of anything they would have taken from the barbarians in their last squabble. Uh, You're not finding any trophies from the barbarians, but let me see how we're looking for time. What you do find, though, is the the building that you've uh, ducked into is an armory. Okay. And you notice more of those wooden replica staff weapons in here next to the spears. And then give me an investigate check. Actually, you know what? I'm going to let this power off of your use of the power of deduction earlier, because I didn't give you a lot of stuff in that scene. Um, there, there is a scene aspect that I will reveal to you. There is a hidden door. Hidden door, and is it? It's in the floor, and it's it's designed very cleverly to be flush with the floor. Um, it's hidden in the shadow of a desk. Well, not the shadow, but like a large like rack kind of thing that's uh, freestanding, so that you wouldn't know the door was there unless you were really looking for it, or unless you kind of were a suspicious bastard to begin with. Which, in both cases, I am. Yeah. And you start feeling around, and hey, there's a... There's the trigger for it. And the door goes down. There's a clunk. It goes down by about two inches, and then slides aside, and there's a stairway going down. Okay, I radio over to Rollins, saying, I think I've got something interesting. What's your situation like so far? Trapdoor... Safe so far, trapdoor in ground, lots of military. All right, proceed, but with with caution. Okay. Non-lethal force only, if you have to engage. I'm, And I say, as just before I go in, I'm not even sure if they know that the door is here. Okay. So you go down yeah. uh, the door. As you go down about five or six steps, it's complete darkness. You have to pull out your flashlight. Um, you hit a, um, it's not a trap. 
it's a like a spring in the stairs, just like a catch, okay. and the door slides shut over top. Shit. <laughs> and you're not hearing anything on the radio anymore. Going back to uh, to my to uh, Rollins and Murphy and Doctor Crenshaw, you all eat up. It's delicious. I love Italian. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Captain, the situation, well, the locals seem pretty friendly, but something's just off about all of this. They keep talking about these barbarians, and no one seems to know anything really about them, even when you kind of press them for a little bit of info. Local boogeymen. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like, and I kind of wonder if uh, the people here in power are using that to just kind of keep the status quo, nothing... Not like we haven't seen that back home, just saying, but... Oh, you think they're just I, using theater of terror? i kind of starting to think so here, but for what purpose? I mean, obviously they've got the shield tech to keep them safe. Um, I sent Stevens ahead to go check something out around the barracks. Um, I mean, these are pretty specific descriptions on wearing the skin of the dead, attacking mines... Uh, I mean, people are scared, but even their soldiers don't seem to go patrolling beyond the walls. Yeah, like, you'd think if there's barbarians at the gates, you'd be, there'd be some sort of recon. I kind of wonder if maybe we should go reconnaissance one of these barbarian locations, maybe kind of get an idea. But I think the real problem is here in the city. I really do. I don't think the barbarians really exist. I'm worried that we're dealing with... might just be, like, propaganda... We, uh, out of character, because I'm trying to think of Stargate lore, have we come across in the narrative yet uh, examples of ghoul symbiotes getting into non-humanoid bodies yet? Yeah, I think the, yeah, because mm. second season, uh, it was either first or second season that had uh, the Hammer of Thor. Yeah, we, the, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't like know how this episode. technology got here. Obviously, so the, the shield the, is the only the reason Unas, why the city is able Unas, to grow. Yeah. Uh, there's still a chance these creatures are real. There's still a chance they're not human at all. There's a chance we might even be dealing with gold symbiotes that aren't even in humans and are just your typical monsters. So you think the gold here might be the barbarians? I mean, we don't even know how uh, an Aquita shield generator landed on this planet. Uh, if this is a crash site, like I might have suspected... The surviving symbiotes might have gone out into the wild. Who knows? That's true. They could be, I guess, and if they're cut off from home, if they can't get in the city walls to access the Stargate. If the barbarians or whatever. are a propaganda tool and they're not real, I want to know that for sure. Because until then, Sounds they're like good a people. Sounds like a plan to me, so... Well, Captain, you seem to have a better idea than me. Crenshaw, do you think we, do you think maybe accessing their libraries might give us any information? Definitely, but that the problem is, are they going to let us see that kind of information? And is it doctored to begin with? Yeah. Well, I've gotten to know the con. Is it the console? The console. I've gotten to know the console quite well. Uh, if he's willing to let Jackson have a look at their shield, I'm sure he would be willing to let you have a look at their archives. You go down Fantastic. deep enough, maybe you'll Work find the charm. truth. 
Just like Star Wars, Justin, the face of the group. Um, <laughs> Every goddamn time. All right. Uh, I mean, Captain Rollins, this is your team. You know your people. You know your skills. Uh, I absolutely think you're the right person to help. If you've got a rapport with this local council person, then absolutely getting Dr. Crenshaw access to the archives is our best Goldigan tactical information, plus whatever Jackson pulls up. Yeah, I mean... My We're concern if these barbarians are real, that so. they have access to the Stargate, we don't want creatures like that being able to get off world. Exactly. So mm -hmm. we need to okay, know if they're so real we, or not. Oh, keep going. Sorry. But say, and honestly, if creatures of light aren't using the Stargate that often, I mean, would they even miss it if we had to destroy the Stargate? Well, we can always tell them to bury it on our way out, but yeah. I mean, they could be a good trading partner as well. If their mines get up and running and we can get access to some of the things that they get that aren't as readily available on Earth, I mean, they could all true. be helpful for us. Plus, which is why we need to know if the barbarians are real. I, I'll also remind you, you still don't know what the hell this alchemist fire they keep talking about I is. was about to say, there's something about this alchemist fire. It's, could it be a potential applicable weapons technology we could bring back? We have a similar mind. Okay, well, as you're talking about this, I'm going to cut back over to uh, Corporal Jackson. Woo! As you're working on the shield. Yeah, my happy place. Uh, yeah, give me <laughs> a, uh, a crash check, Bree. The first time since we got here. <laughs> I love um, it. Do I get the alien technology? No, that's lore. No, okay. that's just for lore. That's yeah. lore. Well, that's the wrong button. Don't press that one. <laughs> that's just the about page button. Yeah, I almost went to the about page. It's a four. Four? Yeah. Uh, total? Yes. Or... Yeah, her dice neutralized. They, they neutralized. Bonuses. Okay. Do you want to spend a fate point to add plus two from your uh, mechanical savant high concept? Yeah, I sure do. Six? Yep. Yep. You, um, you're fiddling around with it. Woo. Uh, you've managed to kind of, you know, you rig up some ropes to get on top of the arms. Um, oh, all the, uh, shiny technology stuff is going on in the back of the shield there. Oh. Uh, there, there's like a case on the back of it that you pry off. Mm -hmm. And, oh, this isn't just one shield. This is a central shield projector that you'd guess probably takes multiple receivers to create the larger shield. Right. But this thing would probably create a pretty powerful force field in and of itself. Right. And do, do I think that I could probably like jerry-rig something up myself? Like no, to, not really. Not not this, to not to do this, but to kind of make a larger shield from this one central piece. Like not if, really. You need to study the uh, the outer shield pieces. The outer as shield well. pieces as well. Okay. Um, like it, initially, I mean, if you had if you took this piece back mm -hmm. and you had a whole team of scientists studying it, you could probably reverse engineer stuff out of it. Okay. Um, but as you're fiddling around inside there, mm -hmm. um, you. You hit something, and it takes you a second to realize what you've tripped, and it almost looks like some kind of communication device of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh -oh. um, and then you, you hear a voice. It is very deep. Kratos shall mock. Oh, it's the activating the hidden beacon trope. <laughs> Everybody drink if you're keeping track at home. <laughs> now, was, was this at the same time as me going yes. down? and as at the same time... That I tripped um, the... Lieutenant Stevens, 
you get to the bottom of the stairs and you shine your flashlight over the room just as a uh, a light globe in the ceiling activates. Um, along the walls of the room are staff weapons, uh, Zetnikatels, and on the um, on benches is row upon row of what you'd identify as Jaffa armor. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you said a glowing light. Is there a view screen that's opening up in that room in front of him? Um, there is not a view screen, but this looks like uh, this looks like some kind of gold armory. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and I think that's where we're going to end this episode. Yep. Oh, the mysteries of Novobathia. And again, it ends with me going, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, except I, I will join you in that. Holy, holy shit. So for uh, the second episode of Stargate SG-12, The Shield of Mars, I'm Derek DeBard from Chasing the Muse, and I've been joined with, by order of rank... I've been uh, Captain Frank Rollins, handing out the mac and cheese. And I've been Goodbye. Auditor Captain Murphy... Apparently calling the shots. When the hell the hell happened? Okay. <laughs> Lieutenant Stevens, Mr. Sneaky Sneaky. Uh, Corporal uh, June Jackson, who <laughs> remembered her rank this time. <laughs> and uh, Dr. Jessica Crenshaw. I actually have you written down on my paper, so I don't remember her name. is Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica. Just, just drones on, like, the Oh, the great. We're doing the tenant pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a call. Yeah. Just a call. Well, come back next week when we explore more and more secrets. Because really, isn't that what Stargate is all about? All of those inevitable twists. It's more than a city, and they're more than Romans. <laughs> Take it away, Justin. The terrible warriors have new episodes every Tuesdays and Thursdays. And the brave men and women of SG-12 will return in two weeks' time to continue the Shield of Mars. But if you find yourselves here on Tuesday, we're going to wrap up an eight-week story that we started so many months ago, the conclusion to Masks the New Generation. In a parallel city, we started a second campaign but very quickly they've been dealing with the devastation caused by the first campaign, and now our teenage heroes will be put up against the threat of not just their city being destroyed, but every city in every multiverse. This is a little bit above their weight class, and it all comes down to the dice rolls on Tuesday, and alternating on Thursdays with Stargate SG-12. Derek the Bard and Will Mitchell and Wes Gunn Oh, well, the three of them got back together and hijinks ensued. They used Questlandia to create an entire world from scratch and then threw that game out and continued to play in that world using the Fate Core system, which means, okay, we've got a bunch of games running on Fate Core, but it really is that versatile. Veilmount, the Lillenberg murders continue. And on Tuesdays, alternating with our mass campaign, Mike the Birdman Dodd returns to the Game Master Chair to terrify our terrible warriors. As we play in an often ignored genre on this show, I hope you like being scared, because this is a Friday the 13th campaign 
that we call Strive to Survive. Episode 1 was a little tame because you're setting the table and getting all your ducks in a row, but the machetes fall in episode 2. Oh, I hope you're not squeamish around blood. So that's right, we're using Fate Core now to play a science fiction game, a horror game, and a fantasy slash steampunk game. What can't it do? Well, what it can't do is follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors, as well as check out TerribleWarriors.com for the complete archive of every campaign we've ever released, available in easy-to-digest playlists for your listening pleasure. It also can't go and check out our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash TerribleWarriors, where you can be involved, be named in our games, have postcards sent to you from us as a thank you for being our supporter, as well as sit here at the table and play a game with us once per year. And if you think that Derek and Dodd and the rest of us are the absolute bomb, well, we also give you one-on-one consultations to help you plan your own games. Yes, we will be your friends if you support us on Patreon. And today's Terrible Warriors, Derek Burrow, Mike Dodd, Tiff Compton, Bree Poison, Justin Eacock, and Alex. And the crew of SG-12 will return in two weeks' time. And until we meet again, dear listener, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for becoming a terrible warrior. Terrible warrior.